this from WKYC.com, which is the, the NBC television affiliate in Cleveland, Ohio. The city of Cleveland announced it has filed a lawsuit against various drug makers, pharmacies, and pharmacy benefit managers for allegedly colluding to fix prices of insulin. Touting themselves as the first city in the country to file a lawsuit of this nature against the defendants, Officials claim the manufacturers and PBMs specifically orchestrated a pricing scheme that resulted in skyrocketing insulin prices and cost the city millions of dollars in prescription drug benefit payouts. According to the complaint, prices currently range from 300 and 700 per insulin vial, up from $20 in the 1990s. Chief Trial Counsel Elena Bloop and Chief Assistant Law Director Amy Howe will represent the city in the case which was filed in U.S. District Court. Officials noted how this is a personal matter for both of them as Howe has suffered from type 1 diabetes since the age of 7. And Bloop's daughter deals with the same ailment with the prices of insulin effectively destroying her small business. The exorbitant costs of insulin have become a major political talking point in recent years, with U.S. President Joe Biden pushing for legislation capping the price at $35 per month. Congress approved such reductions for Medicare patients, and several companies like Eli Lilly and Novo Nordisk, both named in Cleveland's lawsuit, have moved to slash their own prices. But some loopholes remain. Diabetics need insulin to stay alive, the city wrote in a statement. The defendants exploit this reality to guarantee their price-fixing scheme, making insulin unaffordable to individuals and resulting in exorbitant costs for prescription benefit sponsors like the city of Cleveland. Now, this is a, a topic that's near and dear to my heart because in my, in my career, I've had the opportunity to be responsible for Medicare Part D. So I've managed the pharmacy benefit manager program those vendor relationships. And I know what it's like to be in the boardroom and the war room and you're putting your formulary together. I'm not, I'm not a pharmacist and I would always really defer to, to the pharmacists and their understanding and, and experience with the various medications and, and the, the pharmacist and their teams they have their finger on the pulse of what's going on with the members. So they understand what members like and what members don't like because they're, they're frontline, they're interacting with members. It was my job at the executive level to make sure that, that we had relationships with large PBMs and if we needed to, to do some type of drive for medication adherence, you're working with Kroger, you're working with Walgreens, working with CVS, that's before they were acquired by Aetna. People are very particular about 
their formulary and about their, their drugs, their access and utilization. And I've sat in rooms where people have cut formulary to trim costs. And I never felt that that was a good idea. But money gets tight. I'm sure money's tight right now. I'm glad that I'm not at a health plan. I wouldn't want to be making that decision right now. We're kind of in a quasi-recession. Everybody's slashing their budget. But one way to, to really disgust your membership base is, is to start monkeying around with your, with your formulary. People, people don't like it. And it's interesting to, to see a city. Uh, shout out to, to Mayor Bibb, the, the, the relatively new young mayor of, of Cleveland, Ohio. It's interesting to see a city actually sue for collusion and, and price fixing. I don't know if they, I don't know if they have a snowball's chance in hell. You're, you're going up, you're going up against the machine. So you're going up, you're going up against uh, Nova Nordisk and Eli Lilly and Johnson and Johnson. Good luck with that. I think you will need more than two lawyers. You might, you might, you might need to get my man, Alan Bozeman from, from Sherman Bozeman legal solutions. I hope that I'm getting the name right. He's he's my personal attorney up in Cleveland, Ohio. You're you have to bring in some some more guns. I know that Allen is a, a major player in in the Metro Cleveland area when it comes to to legal, but that's going to be a very interesting case to follow, and we'll we'll cover it here on the Healthcast. But I do agree, the federal government has to step in. Insulin being three three hundred dollars five hundred dollars a vial. I remember doing healthcare analytics at multiple health plans, multiple stops in my career. And I'd see this trend where people that had diabetes. So if you have diabetes, first and foremost, you're in a whole bunch of denominators and measures for star ratings and, and clinical outcomes. So, so someone is, is really taking a specific look at your plight, your social determinants of health, your weight. You're being monitored by, by your health plan. But I'd see individuals with diabetes they would be washing up into the emergency room late in the month. I'd see John Doe, and he's being hospitalized pretty much every month on the, on the 22nd, 23rd. You get a caseworker out there, you start to drill down, you realize he was washing up into the ER, and this happens to a lot of John Doe's and Jane Doe's around the country because they didn't have any insulin. They ran out of insulin at the end of the month. They couldn't afford it. Or they're in a situation where they lost electricity. They couldn't keep their insulin cold. So if you're a diabetic and you have to make a choice between insulin and your bills, your car note, your electricity, your mortgage, when you're getting into territory, if, if you don't have good coverage and insurance where it's five, six, seven hundred dollars a file, you need it to live, that puts you at a at a comparative disadvantage from a health perspective, a quality of life perspective. And I'm sure the city of Cleveland employs quite a few people. So I would assume the lawsuit is as an employer because they're paying out the difference and they feel that there's been price fixing. They feel that it's a cartel. They feel that it's a monopoly. And in many ways it is. Paragon 7 Studios. Seven 
7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paradigm 7 Studios. James Lewis. I'm looking to build with individuals professionally and personally that mirror my grind, that have the same insatiable thirst for success that I have. That's what I align myself with. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. If you choose to, to align yourself with a bunch of goofballs that you went to high school or college with that you're still trying to impress, or superficially individuals that you think are popular because they get a lot of likes on the gram or they're attractive physically, if you choose to align yourself with that, that's a you problem. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. And Doug. What do we always say, son? Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance. They only pay for what you need. That's my boy. And you get out there and you make us proud, huh? Stay off the freeways. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. This is James Lewis, a.k.a. the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Healthcare Media, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street, host of the Lance Day Radio Network. Listen to me troll Tennessee Titans and Tennessee Volunteers fans every day this fall live on our Cashville affiliate WVOL, the Mighty 147, at 12 p.m. Monday through Fridays. That's during your lunch break. You're probably in line at Chick-fil-A right now getting an eight-count nuggets with Polynesian sauce. You could be listening to the Lance Day Radio Network, and if you can't listen live, you can always catch the podcast version on Lanch Day Plus, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your streaming content.